Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Hello, 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 and welcome, folks. I got to tell you, uh, so many things happening. So, so many things happening. You know, I'm I'm going to kind of get into some of this Donald Trump stuff a bit, right? Because I think what's happening is really interesting. And yeah, it's it's bizarre. Uh, you, you've got these crazy leftist lunatic, you know, garbage DA people who are out there, and they're they're essentially ignoring uh, any sort of ethical rules or duties that they have, and instead using their power to go after political enemies, which is, to my mind, both illegal and uh, unethical. But yeah, who am I to say? Uh, and you know this this little buffoon, this little Soros-funded buffoon out of out of Manhattan, who has you know one of the worst, most crime-ridden cities in the planet in front of him. He's not prosecuting or going after felons. He's not doing anything big. He what he's doing is he's going after a guy who's running for president because he wants to make sure that he can't run for president. He wants to do everything he can. Well. Here's the thing, though. It's backfired. Uh, what it's done is it's solidified Trump's support on the Republican side. Uh, even even DeSantis caught some flack about not speaking more directly on this. And I like DeSantis. Um, but, you know, he got quite a bit of flack for not being more forthright in defending Trump on this. And I think what I want to really kind of focus on here is a little less on Trump, a little less on DeSantis, and a little less on that, and a lot more about the reason that people are so fussy here. People are fussy, and I I would say that there's even a fair number of Democrats that are fussy about this. Why is that? Well, one thing that we all tend to agree on here in in the United States is that law should be law, the even-handed application of justice. We want law to be fair. Uh, I would say the American people are very much into fairness. That left, right, center, I, everybody's into fairness. Now, there's a lot of people who are misled to think fair means everybody gets an equal outcome, but everybody wants fairness. They just sometimes are tricked into not understanding what fairness really is. Well, when the law isn't applied equally or evenly, that's not fair. When we look at Hillary Clinton doing much worse than Donald Trump and getting a sweetheart deal and no one hears a word about it, and then them trying to actually perp walk Trump, well, there's nothing even remotely fair about that. You know, when we see that the Clinton family had done this, when we see all of these different people, Biden did, all these different people do all this sort of corrupt stuff, you know, none of them have been arrested. There are no perp walks. That doesn't happen. And maybe it should. Maybe it should, but it doesn't. And if we're not going to do it on one side, we can't do it on the other. We got to be fair about the application of the law. Generally speaking, some of this nonsense that occurs around you when you're president, we look and say, listen, you're the president. You've got a million people doing a million different things. Maybe you knew, maybe you didn't, but you got a country to run. We got other things to think about. And so we give a lot more uh, leeway to people who are president. Now, with this particular instance, I don't even think we need to give leeway. 
Now, from my understanding, the core of the case that they've got against Trump comes from a guy who's known to be a liar. So you're going to go after a leading presidential candidate who is a former president because some liar, some some crooked liar, is is accusing him of something? You're going to prosecute him on that? That's not just a weak case. That's a terrible case. Uh, even if it wasn't, it wouldn't matter who it is, president. I mean, it could be anybody. You don't prosecute someone on something like that unless he's got some real good evidence, more than anything I've seen. There's nothing to prosecute here. So not only are they is this a political witch hunt, but it's not even a legally sound political witch hunt from what I'm hearing. The American people don't like that, and even the Democrats I mean, no matter how bad you hate Trump, I don't think anybody's okay with uneven application of law because the problem is, is then we don't have a republic. We don't have a country. We don't have a government. And this is kind of something that is, it's, we've been going down this slippery slope for a while, folks, and it's getting worse. And I got to tell you, with all due respect to our our Supreme Court, uh, they contributed to the problem. They contributed in a big way. Now, when we go back to 2020, and we saw that a number of states challenged the election, and the SCOTUS wouldn't even hear evidence. There's a lot of reasons to hear or to argue that they should or shouldn't hear evidence or this, that, or the other. But to throw these states out on standing and not even hear evidence on an issue of that import, and an issue that was so, so controversial and crucial to, to our nation, was it was politically cowardly and a terrible decision and completely unacceptable. And to the American people, a large, large, large number of them, what that looked like is the unequal application of laws. You know, if you got enough money and power and you buy off the election, you can do that. Our Supreme Court had an opportunity to go in and say, listen, let's at least see what's happening here. Let's see whether the laws were broken or it's a conspiracy theory. But instead, they dodged a case because they were afraid. And I understand that there was a massive amount of political pressure. But I'm going to tell you as an attorney, the concept of standing is something that is at best mushy. Now, standing certainly has has a role, a constitutional uh, basis. And there's a long history behind the argument of standing. But to throw these cases out on standing, which is what's happening very frequently, uh, you know, prior to any introduction of evidence, and particularly in light of the fact that we've now applied a question of what they call plausibility to the issue of standing, these courts are just dodging cases that they don't want. The politicization of our justice system is not acceptable to people. We've got to fight that. And that's what's going on with Donald Trump. I mean, these guys, have, they, they raided Melania's underwear drawer, for God's sakes. Where the Justice Department did that, the FBI, who's part of the Justice Department. Folks, this isn't the equal application of justice. This is horrific. This is a bunch of jackbooted thugs pushing political agendas. That's what happens in third world banana republics, not the United States of America. And it's not sitting well. The outcry on this was massive. Like I said, you know, even even Ron DeSantis, one of the most beloved Republican governors on in history, caught some flack because he wouldn't mention Trump's name in response. 
Now, I'm willing to give Trump, uh, DeSantis a little bit of uh, flexibility because I get, you know, him and Trump are at odds. They're they're fighting with each other and doing their thing, and you know, it's politics. But on this particular issue, he needed to say the name. He needed to. The reason I say that is that on this particular issue, the issue is too important to be political. This isn't a right or left issue. This isn't a Ron DeSantis, uh, Donald Trump issue. This is a simple issue of freedom and justice. And it applies, period. The only th- the thing that uh, I think is most unforgivable that's occurred in this is Rona- Romney McDaniel's garbage, tripe statement. Now, for the head of the Republican Party to not acknowledge despite the fact that the platform specifically states that they're going to support Trump, that this is a hit piece on Trump was inexcusable. And it shows how big of a just absolute sellout she is. She's absolutely in the McConnell-Romney ED camp that is is the reason that the Republicans didn't win bigger in the uh, the last election cycle. You know, despite what they keep telling you that uh, they lost because all these mega guys. No, they lost because nobody can support a guy like Mitch McConnell. Nobody supports these ED weenies who don't have the gonads to stand for anything. And that's what what made people upset with DeSantis. They felt like it was a wuss kind of a statement. It was more political than true. And that is absolutely what happened with uh, Romney McDaniels because you know, hers was entirely political. There's no reason. She's not supposed to be fighting with Trump. She's supposed to be backing the potential uh, presidential nominee. But she's not going to because she's a sellout, because she's tied in with the, the McConnell-Romney sellout crew. The American people, though, are mad. And, you know, if there's ever been a good example of the people wanting leadership, wanting someone who stands for something, you can look at this. The support for Trump is skyrocketing because he's being persecuted for nothing. Everybody knows that. They want a fighter. They want people to stand on this. And they are not happy. People are not happy at this wussy, spineless response. Mitch McConnell, where is your response? You were very, very, I mean, you found your Viagra when it came to Ukraine. Right, we you, the the Mitch McConnell ED leader Viagra was Ukraine. You want to send money to Ukraine and prop up their corrupt Nazi government? Boy, you, Mitch McConnell is all over that. You want to give him a million dollars to buy a building in Kentucky, and your name is Pfizer? He's all over that. He'll back you right and left. But Trump being persecuted for political reasons? Where are you? Where are you, Mitch? Where you at? I thought you were the head of the Republicans in the Senate. Doesn't sound very Republican of you to not support the former Republican president who is right now leading in all the polls to be president, uh, the president, uh, the nominee for president in the next election cycle. Where you at? Where you at, Mitch? I haven't heard Mitt Romney speak out about this either. Where are they at? You know, these are these are esteemed Republicans, aren't they? I thought they were Republican. They're, they're not Republicans, folks. These people are Liz Cheney. They're Democrats who are supported by Democrats and who are elected by Democrats. 
that cross lines because they'd rather have someone like Romney or McConnell than a real Republican. So the Democrats in these states where they know they're going to have Republican victories cross the lines and put forth weak-kneed wusses like McConnell and Romney. It's absolute tripe. The people are not happy about this. And I'll tell you who's really not happy is the Republican base. And the number one thing that we need to take from this is the importance of we the people getting involved on the very local level of the Republican Party and retaking this party from ground up. We got to boot these scumbags. We got to get rid of these rhinos. We have a real rhino problem here. When the the guy who is by far and away the most likely candidate to be the presidential nominee for the party can't get support because he's actually a patriot that stands for things. That is an embarrassment. That is an embarrassment. Now, it would be funny to me. uh, You know, the thing that you won't hear, you know what you won't hear? You won't hear Mitch McConnell say, well, yeah, but I don't like Trump's stance on the vaccines. The one thing that Trump's got wrong is the one thing that these guys should be supporting him over. But they won't, folks. They won't. They do. They cannot have a President Trump. See, that's how you know that Trump was lied to about these vaccines. If Trump had sold out on it, you'd have people like Romney and uh, Mitch McConnell supporting him. But instead, he's been manipulated. And they're very concerned because as Trump, you know, hears from people, he was on Clay Clark's radio show the other day. As he hears from people who are his base, as he gets the truth, as that gets fed to him, I I think they're very concerned because if he wakes up on these jabs, if the truth gets to him, if he realizes that people like me, like Flynn, like all these guys who've been talking about these jabs forever, if he realizes that we were right and that the people lie around him that keep lying about them were full of crap, first of all, his polling is going to explode even more because that's the only issue his base is split on. And second of all, that's the end of these mRNA death jabs. Because, you know, as someone of his stature starts talking about it, that's the end of it. But, you know, I think they're very concerned about that. Had he actually been a sellout on this, these guys would be backing him. I mean, there's the two most important issues they've got are the jabs and the elections. Well, I mean, they're not going to support him on elections ever. The elections are about keeping him out. But they also, they, they're very concerned about Trump waking up on these jabs. Um, I think he's finally starting to hear some truth, by the way. I'm praying to God that's the case. I pray for the president every day uh, because I think he, on every other issue out there, was absolutely spectacular. I think the fact that he wouldn't sell out is the number one thing I like, right? There are things that, that everybody has in their personality that we all disagree with. But at the end of the day, the thing that made Trump special was the fact that he was willing to stand and to fight. He didn't care about the press. He didn't care about the sellouts. He didn't care about the corruption. And in fact, because he was the way that he was, we now can see very plainly how corrupt the other side is. He forced the other side into showing its hand. Donald Trump's just blatant, blunt honesty about his opinions and thoughts forced the other side to take positions to undercut him because it was so popular. We, the people, didn't even realize how badly we wanted leadership. Donald Trump provided that in a way that E.D. leader McConnell 
could never do in his flaccid response to everything. We need more Donald Trump. We need more Carrie Lake. We need more BDE in this country. And we need to have these guys stand up and say that this persecution, prosecution, garbage that they're doing against Trump is illegal, it's unethical, and this guy should be investigated. This DA should be investigated. If his if his case is anything less than perfect, and if he files it, we need to look at ethics charges, we need to go after him, and do all the things that the left do to all of us attorneys on the right who try and fight for truth. And speaking of that, if you want me to keep fighting for truth, well, you don't have to do anything. I'm going to do that till the day I die. But I'd appreciate your help because we do need it. Go to TomRens.com. We need your support. Subscribe to our Substack. Get the word out. I need you to buy some gold. Look at what our economy is doing. Gold and silver. I actually really like silver right now. Uh, that's that's kind of my thing at the moment. But uh, Andrew Sorcini at bh-pm.com. He's not pushy. He's not going to push you. Go to bh-pm.com. Look into precious metals. Look into them. I'm serious, folks. Look at these banks. This is planned, and it's going to get a lot worse. They need to get rid of regular currency. So get bhspm.com, sign up, Get go to my pillow. tell them Ren sent you, buy Naputi's vitamins, tell them Ren sent you, help us, support us, go to our Give, Send, Go. We need that. We need subscribers. More you, uh, more you support us, the more we can fight. We'll be right back. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Hey, everybody. So I got to tell you, I want to talk about Missouri and I want you to all listen. And the reason I want to talk about Missouri is because I'm doing a lot of work there right now. But I think Missouri is a critical, critical thing right now, not because it's the most important state for the next presidential election, not because, uh, well, not for any other reason than it is a very, very red state that has very, very big problems. And we're seeing this in a lot of places, right? Um, 
Do you know that Oklahoma is one of the reddest states in the country? You know that they have a CBDC bill in Oklahoma? Are you aware of this? Texas. They have a CBDC bill in Texas. Tennessee. Missouri. They have these CBDC bills. Now, there's two things that I want to talk about in Missouri, two bills in particular. But the big thing I want to do when I talk about Missouri is I want you to understand why. The reason that I'm using Missouri is because I'm doing work there so I can speak firsthand as an example. But I see this in red states all over the country. I live in Ohio. We're exceedingly red. Except for governor, which is, I mean, he's red in name only. Uh, You know, but we have this sort of nonsense happening. Now, in Ohio, we got some pretty good people right now who are trying to push some things. But there's just too much corruption, too much nonsense going on. But Missouri, we're going to stick with Missouri because there's some great, great examples. I'm doing a lot of work there. So let's start with COVID. So I'm actually testifying and uh, at the Missouri House on House Bill 1169. House Bill 1169 does three things. It's an informed consent bill. So really it does one thing, but it lays out and breaks down informed consent on a couple different things. It clarifies that anything that could be gene altering, anything that's got mRNA or gene altering capacity needs to be labeled. No problem there. I, I mean, if something could affect my genes, I'd want to know that, right? And I don't think anybody, I don't think that's a left or a right issue. Uh, I don't think it's a Democrat or Republican. It's just an issue. I mean, we just, you want people to know. The second thing it does is if any sort of a gene therapy drug is out there, we need to know if it's transmissible. So it allows people to ask the companies if it's transmit, if it's transmissible and how it can be transmitted, which again, all that is, is a way for you to find out, is this something, is there something about this that's going to affect my genes or the genes of the people around me? If it doesn't modify your genetics, if it doesn't modify your genes, then you don't have to worry about the bill, right? So there's no reason to oppose that. The third thing it does is requires informed consent for any medical intervention. And informed consent is defined to include all risks and benefits. So if it does a million good things, you'll hear about it. If it does a million bad things, you'll hear about it. But either way, you'll hear about it. Now, it doesn't ban anything. It doesn't stop mRNA vaccines. It doesn't stop anything. All it does is make sure that you know what's out there so that you can make an informed decision. This isn't a left issue or right issue. There's no reason to oppose this bill on any level. It's a very straightforward bill. It's two pages. There's no pork, no anything. Just a very straightforward bill. It's House Bill 1169. I'm going to be testifying on this. And uh, in fact, We'll be posting the testimony and everything about it as soon as we get our hands on it. But, folks, House Bill 1169 is not controversial. It's very straightforward. Now, it's not a surprise to me when the Democrats sell out to Big Pharma, to this, to that, to the other. But this was put forth by a Republican, but is being opposed by the party. Now, they're not admitting that they're opposed to it, but what they're doing is Dean Plocker does not want this bill to move forward. The lobbyists told the sponsor that they were going to shut down this bill. So Dean Plocker is listening to the lobbyists, and he's slow walking it. 
the committee slow walking it. All the committees are slow walking. Once it finishes here, it's going to go to another committee, and they're going to try and slow walk this so that it can't get done before the end of the legislative session. Unless we, the people, really fight hard and force these guys to be accountable. But I don't know why anyone would hold this bill up. Why wasn't this just passed immediately? D does Dean Plocker, the, the Speaker of the House, the Republican, think that Missourians don't want informed consent? This is about as bipartisan of a bill as there could be. How could anybody be opposed to informed consent? You know, I've heard, I've heard that the lobby said, well, we don't want people to be afraid or to cause vaccine hesitancy. Well, wait a second. What do you mean afraid? If there's no side effects, there's nothing to be afraid of. All they're going to hear is good stuff, right? If all you're going to hear is good stuff, you won't be afraid. But if you hear about side effects that are not good, maybe you should be afraid. Either way, we're not banning it. We're just saying, hey, give the consumer the information so they can make the decision. That's all. The lobbyist has said, we're going to oppose this. We're bringing in the big guns, and they brought in all sorts of people. They're going to oppose this right and left. They're going to do every dirty trick they can to buy off the Republicans and to avoid this bill. Why? Why, folks? What is there to oppose? You don't hide things unless you got something to hide. But here's the real problem. The Republicans, not the Democrats, we know the Democrats are going to sell out. We already know we have to defeat them. The problem is the rhinos the sellouts, the people who don't understand this bill. This is two pages. You can read this bill. You should be able to understand this bill. It's very straightforward. There's nothing controversial in it. It is as clean as can be. It is two pages. It just says that you got to give informed consent, whether that comes through labeling gene therapies, through making sure people know how they can spread, or through just telling people what pluses and minuses there are to medical intervention. That's it. Just informed consent. The Missouri Republicans are trying to find ways to avoid passing an informed consent bill. Think about that, folks. This is how much trouble we're, we're in. In deep, deep red Missouri, the leadership of the Missouri House is working their tail off with the Republican governor to try and figure out how they can avoid this. They don't want this bill to move forward. Why? Why, folks? What have they got against informed consent? They can't hear from you too much. By the way, it's Missouri House Bill 1169, and what you should do is look at this bill and ask your legislature in whatever state you're in to introduce the same bill and ask them, why would you oppose informed consent? That's all this does. There's no reason to oppose this, but they do. Why? I'm going to come back to that. So also happening in Missouri is another bill that's being put forward. Not to be confused with House Bill 1169, which we support, is House Bill 1165, which we don't. House Bill 1165 is an extremely complicated 103-page nightmare put forth by the Uniform Law Commission that will rewrite uh, the Uniform uh, Commercial Code. It'll make changes to Missouri Code to update it so that the Uniform Commercial Code is similar across the country. This bill is a CBDC bill. It just is, okay? 
the the representative that put this forth bill forth, a uh, representative Hicks, uh, reportedly got it from Dean Plocker, shocker, Rhino in chief, and sponsored this bill. Now Hicks, you know, we've tried to reach out to him. We've tried to let him know Hicks. This is a CBDC bill. Hicks basically is of the opinion that, uh, yeah, well, I asked experts. The experts are lobbyists, folks, by the way. The experts are, are uh, Dean Plocker and the lobbyists. I asked them if this was a CBDC bill. They said, no, it's not. Then Hicks puts out this document that uh, reportedly debunks these conspiracy theories that he's alleging about this bill. Well, I actually just yesterday, folks, posted on my Twitter and on my True Social. I went through, I took his document, and I responded to it point by point. Everything he said was either irrelevant or stupid. I don't know how else to say it. Now, I think this guy, from what I hear, he's a good guy, Representative Hicks. I hear he's a good guy. But he's believing this crook, Dean Plocker who I think was a lawyer. I'm not sure. There's no reason he wouldn't understand this unless he just didn't bother to read it. But I don't think Plocker even read the bill. He's just asking people what it means. It's 103 pages and it's complicated. I mean, the UCC particularly related to, you know, the way that it implements some aspects of secured transactions and other such things is complex. It's not easy to understand. But this bill is 100% about CBDCs. I actually, in my response, post a video from the Uniform Law Commission where they talk about it being about CBDCs. There's no question. The entirety of this bill is to prepare the state of Missouri for CBDCs. Now, let me explain to you how this works. Missouri says that you have to accept CBDCs as money. It actually says you have to accept electronic money as money for purposes of secured transactions or any sort of commercial transaction. But then it goes on to define commercial uh, money to exclude anything but government-approved currencies. And not only government-approved currencies, but government-approved currencies at a given time. Basically, that means Bitcoin and all these other uh, cryptocurrencies are no longer going to be able to be used as any sort of a real currency, but CBDCs would, and you'd be required to recognize CBDCs. So let me tell you what happens, folks. The same thing that happened with the COVID vaccines. The government partners with giant business. It puts small business out of business, and giant business tells you you have to use CBDCs or if you want to participate. They did. Well, we don't want cash anymore. We want CBDCs. And the government creates incentives to do that. What will happen is through a government and a private partnership, you'll see there will be no more actual currency. There will only be CBDCs. Missouri is setting the, setting the state up to be in this position. That's what this does. That's what the UCC's update does. Now, R Representative Hicks. You know, I read this, This, I mean, the document he put out on this is an embarrassment, folks. It really is. I, I, I'm trying to be nice here about this, but I don't have anything nice to say about it. it. It's an embarrassment. The fact that this guy put this out, it, it is utter garbage. 
it, it one of two things has to be true. Either this guy's a rhino sellout or he didn't read the bill. I guess there's a third option. Maybe he's too stupid to understand it. But in any event, why is he sponsoring a bill he doesn't understand? Why is he doing this? Why is he pushing this bill? And then to double down the way he is, I mean, is this guy an idiot? Is I mean, what, What's going on here? To actually put on paper the garbage that he put out there, calling fact versus fiction on this bill, I mean... I, so my sons are 10 and 12 years old. I almost had them write the write the retort to this. I mean, yeah, I figure my 10, 12 years olds are, are better at arguing than this guy. It's an embarrassment. I think we need to expect more from our elected officials than to put out garbage like this and to just follow the word of the lobbyists. Following the word of the lobbyists is the reason we have these mRNA death jabs killing everybody. Uh, but but follow the, trust the science. Just trust us. We're the experts. Folks, they haven't stopped lying to us since 2020. Why the hell are we still trusting these people? And what kind of a lousy representative are you if you're still trusting these people? It is inexcusable that this guy would put a 103-page bill forth that he either didn't understand or in no way, shape, or form was being honest about. The least he could do is if he was a liar say, well, you know, I, I, I disagree. He didn't even, I mean, it just, at least admit you were lying. Please tell us you read the bill. Did you read it? Do you understand what you wrote? Except for you didn't write it. You just took the, the UCC and had your legislative services integrated into Missouri. That's it. He never even read the bill. I will also guarantee you, I'd be shocked if he read the bill. I, I just, yeah, so my response that I posted on Twitter and True Social is four pages. Um, I couldn't include the links on True Social uh, because there wasn't enough space in the response, but I, I got the links posted on Twitter. And, uh, you know, I would recommend you take a look. The links, there's a video. That'll probably get taken down, so I hope someone's saving that video. But, uh, I mean, listen, the guys that wrote it, talk about it, you know, supporting CBDCs. That's the point of this is to, to facilitate CBDCs. It doesn't, that's the only thing it does. The idea that it's going to support electronic money generally is absurd. It can't. It specifically disavows any electronic money that's not going to be a CBDC. This is insane. But this guy doesn't understand it because apparently he didn't read it. Folks, when the Republican Party is your savior and your savior is this poor, you're in trouble. Now, that's not all Republicans. we got some great Republicans in Missouri and around the country. And look what Gates and Boebert and MTG and all these people are doing. You know, they're fighting like hell. They're doing good stuff. Look what's happening there. There are good, good, good Republicans. It's it's not systemic, but it's too it's too big to ignore, right? Uh, being a Republican doesn't mean you're a sellout, but unfortunately, there's too many sellouts that are Republicans. We got to get rid of this. We cannot have the rhino selling out in this way. It is completely unacceptable, uh, folks. The Missouri Republican Party 
led by the Missouri House Speaker, is doing everything it can to pr promote CBDCs and to avoid informed consent. Does that sound Republican to you? Now, I'm going to tell you what we do, and, and this extrapolates everywhere, right? So I've given you two bills in Missouri that we need to deal with. If you call your House rep or your, your Missouri senator, that's going to have an impact. Now, if you call Senator Holly or someone like that, well, first of all, it's a state bill, so they aren't going to care. But second of all, it, you know, they represent entire states. They represent hundreds of thousands or millions of people, depending on whether they're a rep or a senator. So you aren't going to get anywhere. But if you call your house rep, they probably live down the street from you. So we need people calling these people. We need them calling Dean Plocker and telling him, you know, we're done with CBDCs and we're, we want informed consent. We need people fighting on this. Get active, speak out. It only works if we fight back, if we the people fight back. We need you at TomRens.com. We need you on our Substack. We need you everywhere. We need you to fight back. Buy gold and silver from bh-pm.com. Tell them Ren sent you. Uh, you got to fight back, folks. You got to. We're at risk of losing our country and just electing some rhinos and letting them go. And it isn't going to do it. It isn't going to do it. And that's what's happened. We've elected a lot of red, but it's turned out a lot of them are rhinos. We can't let them go. We got to hold them to the fire. We'll be right back. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a made-in-America climate plan a plan based on real science that responds to the real-world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure, a plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website, icsc-climate.com. All right, folks, welcome back. So how many of you like racism? I mean, really? 
you know, we've talked a lot about racism here. It's really a big issue to me. I, I got real, real issues with racism. But I've got issues with racism that's real. Like real racism is abhorrent to me. The kind that Martin Luther King opposed, you know, where people judge you by the color of your skin rather than the content of your character. It's one of the most abhorrent things ever. It's like looking at someone saying, I don't like you because, I don't know. It's just absurd to me. Somehow you view someone as lesser because they look different. That's just, why? Who the hell are you? But we're stoking racism as much as possible. That's the whole point of, uh, well, of a lot of the stuff that we're doing. I mean, uh, you know, what do you think CRT is? It's about promoting racism. And it's working. It's having a huge impact. We're teaching a lot of people to be bigots and undoing the work of Dr. Martin Luther King and many others. Right now on Not the Bee, there's a uh, document uh, story, headline, Black people can't be racist, they say. Listen to the vile insults this man screams at a white couple and their small child. That's the headline. And uh, there's this guy, it looks like a... I th- it looks like a New York subway. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but it looks like it's on a subway car in New York, you know, where they're busy persecuting Donald Trump uh, because they've got such a glorious city. And this guy is is attacking this family verbally, um, just ripping them apart. It's just normal family, just sitting there. they got a little kid, just a little guy. And he says, quote, I don't care about them ugly A asterisk asterisk kids in your race don't care about the kids in our race what do you mean you don't care about the kids in our race uh he says shut up i don't care about you you white monkey you a dog in this country shut up i'm a black american i'm over you um now here's what i'm not going to tell you I am not going to say, imagine if a white guy had said that. There'd be headlines everywhere. I don't care about that. There, w- there should be. But there should be headlines about this, too. The problem is, is that this is racist. This is bigotry. It's unacceptable. This guy should be ostracized from society. He should be treated like the garbage that he is. And uh, we should be having a fit about this. This is not acceptable. Dr. King fought for content of character, not color of skin. But that's not what we're doing, folks. We're pushing racism. We're trying to make people bigoted, to hate people because of the color of their skin. And I don't care who hates. I don't care. I don't care if you're white hating black or black hating white. I don't care if you're brown hating black or black hating brown. I don't care what you are. If you look at someone and you hate them because of the color of their skin, you're a piece of garbage. You're an absolute piece of garbage. And that's what this is. That's what this is, folks. It's not an acceptable thing. It's not acceptable in this country. I don't want this. I don't want my kids around this. I don't want them exposed to this. I don't want my kids to learn to hate someone because of the color of their skin. But that's what they're trying to teach. And it's unacceptable. It is absolutely unacceptable. You think we're not trying to teach it? Well, let me tell you about San Francisco. Headline. From Not the Bee. I like Not the Bee, by the way. I, I get a boot out of that. The details of this San Francisco reparations plan are mind-numbingly insane. That's the headline. Well, they're right. Now, this plan in San Francisco, which won't work because it's unconstitutional on so many levels that I really can't even describe it. Plus, uh, the total price tag is uh, about six, uh, $250 billion dollars. 
for the city's uh, taxpayers, which I'm, I don't know where they think they're going to get that budget, but uh, I guess they're going to make the people who don't Google sell it. Um, there, this is listen to this. Their proposal includes a five million dollar lump sum to every black resident, elimination of all personal debt and tax burdens, guaranteed annual income of at least ninety seven thousand dollars for two hundred and fifty years, and the ability to purchase a home in San Francisco for one dollar. Here's the thing, folks. Since there is no truth doesn't matter anymore. Words don't mean anything. It doesn't matter. Um, you know, I was born. I, I am uh, by any and all accounts. If you look at me, you'd be pretty sure I'm a dude. I was born with a penis. Uh, but uh, I guess I can tell you I'm a girl and you have to accept that now. So I, I tell you what, if they pass this, I'm moving to San Francisco and I'm identifying as black because I want a five million dollar lump sum. Uh, 250 years at $97,000 a year and a house for a dollar. So no word on whether you have to uh, have black skin for that or whether you can just identify as black. But folks, I mean, the 13th and 14th Amendment mean anything to you? Uh, Civil Rights Act? You're going to do this for, they think they're going to do this for black people, but they can't do it, but, you know, they don't know the race? Are you kidding me? These people are bigots and they're idiots. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. These people, it literally hurts my head. I, I just don't even know what to say. Just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. $5 million and 97000 for 250 years. What the hell are you going to give? 250 years? What the hell is going to happen in 250 years? Oh, folks, I don't know. I just don't know. Um, The Red Cross. Okay, so I want to be real clear about this. If you're surprised by this, you're not paying attention. The biggest charitable organizations in the world, the United Way, the Red Cross, all these giant mega corporates, they're generally not doing good things with your money. Okay? Not at all. Uh, it's not to say that they don't do some good things. They do. They, they Most of them do some good things, but they also do a lot of bad things. Now, you've got this story on Revolver talking about warning every dollar you donate to the Red Cross is bringing America to her knees. And what it really is, is they're recognizing that the Red Cross is handing out pamphlets and, and organizing and trying to get illegals uh, up to the United States better. They're, they're handing out maps and pamphlets on how to illegally enter the United States for, for illegal immigrants around Central and South America. This has been going on for quite a few years, if you are not aware. Uh, it's not something that's new, but you know they're just kind of picking up on this, and uh, they're recognizing that, uh, you know, that this is a problem. But it's not new, and it's happening in a lot of things. And United Way supports more leftist causes than I can count. Same thing with the Red Cross. Same thing, all these groups do. Uh, you can track their 990 forms and see where a lot of their money's going, uh, but nobody does that. Nobody looks into that because it's super complicated and super tedious work to dig into that stuff. It's just painful. Um, but the the amount of funding. That these people, you know, you every time there's a hurricane, you hear the Red Cross, please help, 
please help. Every time there's a natural disaster, please help, please help. Well, they make millions and millions and millions of dollars. And then, you know, a little bit of it goes to the to the to helping, and a lot of it goes to the organization. And then the organization keeps it and uses it to fund things like maps to, for illegals to come to the United States. This is this is you can't raise money for abortion clinics. So the United Way doesn't raise money for abortion clinics. They raise money for other things, and then part of it goes to abortion clinics. When you donate, it goes to the general fund, unless otherwise specified. So when you donate to most charities, it goes to the general fund, unless otherwise specified. Now, folks, you may not know this, but you can actually, if you're going to donate, do something called a directed donation, which means you can say, I'm giving this to you, but it has to go for this purpose. Now, whether or not any of them will listen to you, I don't know. But you can do directed donations. Uh, but if you put in their general fund, they've got a lot of discretion to do what they want to do with it. And a lot of times what they want to do with it is fun garbage that you would never give to. So they put a couple of good projects out there, a couple of good causes, you know, help the people that are suffering from the natural disaster, or the hurricane or whatever. Uh, but then most of the money gets put into horrible causes and evil things. Uh, you know, that, that you don't know about. This is a very, very common tactic in C3s. Uh, it just, you just, nobody hears about it, right? I mean, nobody's doing media to attack the Red Cross because they're going to say, oh, you oppose us? We're trying to keep kids safe. We're trying to do this. We're trying to do that. Well, no, I'm not opposing that. That's good that you do that. But, you know, what are you doing uh with this project, the, you know, the Help Illegals Cross into America project. What, what about that? You know, I mean, it's nonsense. It's nonsense. But this is what happens. It's a great article. I think you should read it. Um, this is one of the ways that the Democrats convince people to fund things that could never be funded in any other way. And I would urge everyone to tend to take a peek, a peek at this because this is how a lot of these big multinational charities are very corrupt. I got my own charity, ForGodFamilyCountry.org, and uh, you know I don't, we don't, don't do any of that. I mean, it's just uh, that is that's just something where we we do good things for people. Period. Um, <sighs> this is really profound, folks. I want you to brace yourself. You're going to be completely shocked. Ready? Okay. Yeah, you we're sitting down. Headline: Redfield. Gain-of-function research will cause next pandemic, which will be much worse than COVID. Robert, where were you three years ago? Where were you? I mean, apparently you knew all this stuff a couple of years ago. Why weren't you speaking out? Where were you? No kidding. It will cause the next pandemic. They're already working on it and planning it. We got the paperwork on that. No kidding. And yeah, it probably is going to be a lot worse than COVID. COVID really wasn't a big deal. Really didn't do much. Next one's going to have to kill people if they want to get a rise out of people because nobody's going to be afraid of another garbage disease like COVID that doesn't do anything. So the next one's going to be far worse. But, 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 but. They had to develop the gene therapy drugs to try and, uh, to try and combat it before it's ready. Right, need a lot of DNA samples to do that PCR test, anyways. Uh, but you know, Red, Redfield saying we need to ban this gain of function research. He's right, we do. 
dead right. I agree with him. One thing that bothers me about Redfield is that he's covering his rear because, you know, he sees the writing on the wall. You know, I, I'm going to tell you, folks, our case that we have in New York against Eco Health Alliance, which I will file 10,000 times to win. I don't care how many times I got to file it. And we structured this case where I can file it 10,000 times. They can't get rid of this case. So this case is, is you, you'll never hear about it in the press. The mainstream press doesn't talk about anything I do. Uh, speaking of censorship, but uh, the case is, is critical and they know that it's the truth is coming out on that and there's nothing that they can do about it. So what you've got is a lot of people positioning themselves and jockeying to cover their rear. That's why Biden, you know, signed the bill to, uh, to open up information related to COVID origins, but only about Wuhan, right? They don't want the DOD to get blamed for it because the DOD is the one actually behind us. But, uh, you know, they're going to try and shift blame to Wuhan. They're doing everything they can. We were even able to get, you want to know what I did? This is, and I'm taking credit for this one, folks, uh, 100%. Uh, you know, my lawsuit was was good enough that we were able to get the Democrats and Republicans to unite on something. They agreed to pass a bill, unified, bipartisan, to blame China for COVID so that the DOD didn't have to take responsibility for it. I feel like I accomplished something. Uh, you know, I mean, folks, this is just, it's just unbelievable. The corruption, uh, I don't know. Uh, it, it's just shady beyond words. All right. This one, this one, folks, this one really gets me. Joe Manchin, you know, the centrist Democrat, that guy. The guy who voted for Biden's Green New Deal that's destroying coal and everything else in his home state of West Virginia. That guy? Well, Manchin is grumpy because the Biden administration vetoed his corporate ESG rule that would require that, uh, you know, that uh, investment managers essentially uh, they can't they can't do bad investments and call it an ESG investment. They still have to actually be responsible in their job. That's all the bill does, right? Right now, you know, these investment managers who are tied in with BlackRock and all these other places, they can they can invest in places like Silicon Valley Bank so that they can destroy your savings. And uh, you know, then what happens is, uh, that they say, well, but we invested, we knew it was risky, but they have great ESG. So we're, we're going to prop them up. Meanwhile, when, the, when the, the place that they invested tanks, that money then gets transferred because the money doesn't disappear. When a place like Silicon Valley Bank crashes, that just means that the money got transferred somewhere else. So what this is, it transfers money to the ultra-rich uh, while allowing investment managers a good excuse to to uh, invest in really just garbage, horrible, horrible investments. Uh, Manchin's fussy about this. He's got a he's got a press release on his website, and he he's mad because President Biden vetoed uh, this bipartisan challenge to the ESG rule politicizing Americans' four hundred one ks. Well, Manchin, you're a sellout piece of crap. I don't care. I don't care if you're mad. Did you think these guys weren't going to betray you? 
You're that stupid on the Green New Deal? You, you caved there. This is why we can't have sellouts, folks. I mean, we got to have people who have the, the testicular fortitude to stand for something. I mean, this is, this is abhorrent. Yeah, I mean, the, but just so that you know, the Democrats, they don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. They're going to, they're controlled by people and they're going to go to whoever the highest bidder is. They don't care. They'll screw Manchin over just like they'll screw the Republicans over. That's why we need wussies like McConnell or really, I mean, even if McConnell actually did believe in Republican principles, he'd still be meaningless because we need someone who's got the courage to actually stand for something. That's what Donald Trump does. That's why people like Trump. That's why people like ED leader McConnell and their flaccid responses to everything don't do any good. But, yeah, this whole thing, I I just find it, uh, well, sad, to be honest, folks, just sad. All right, I need you to go to the the banner ad here. Click on the banner ad and get yourself a Genesis HOCL. This product is a wonderful product, and what it does is it atomizes this, this solution. And the solution goes into the air and it kills any germs you got floating around in there. So if you get an aerosolized, uh, some virus that spreads via, uh, via air transmission, it goes in the air and kills it. So you don't spread it around your family. So yeah, COVID or the flu or whatever, if it's floating around in the air, it kills it, right? Uh, it's a great product. And if you use OutLoud Code at checkout, you get a huge discount. So you want to use OutLoud Code at checkout. It helps our network. It helps everything. You want to get yourself a Genesis HOCL. I run one at my house. I've got one here. It's a great product. I appreciate you guys listening. We'll be back tomorrow.